All right. Three, two, and one. All right. Hawks Celtics game six. Blake's not happy about this one at all. Um, I mean, if we if we look at the last couple of nights, really the last couple of days of this first round, I feel like the oh, most. Shit. Hold on. What's My that? fault. You good. It, it just lagged because I, I pressed something. I, I fucked up, coach. I fucked up. I fucked up. All right. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make sure, make sure it's connected first. I'm gonna be pissed if this ain't turned on. Yeah, you good. I'm just let it play. Got it all. So you speaker talking. We good. All right, bet three, two, one. Celtics Hawks game six. Let's talk about it. Blake ain't too happy about this one. I know he's not. I mean, if we look at the last couple of days of this postseason, uh, mm-hmm. look especially with I think it was what game six, uh, Bucks Heat fourth quarter melt. Or if you look at the Celtics in the Hawks a couple of nights ago. And even if you look at tonight's game with the Celtics and the Hawks, it's these fourth quarter breakdowns yep. that we're seeing from these superstars. Trey Young goes for what? 25 points in the first half. Yep. Then wets the bed in the second goes for just five. Then we had Giannis have that fourth quarter meltdown. Damn. And then, and then there was the, uh, you know, obviously the Celtics fourth quarter meltdown the last couple of, uh, the couple of days ago, it's just been a theme of this postseason so far as these superstar meltdowns and, the latest guy is Trey Young. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just I, I don't know if if they're they just don't know who they want the closer to be on on these teams, or if they're just really just cracking under pressure, or they nervous because some of these teams that are like like pressure, like not pressure, but are struggling to close like they haven't in the past. Like the Bucks, normally good down the stretch in close games. Obviously, we've seen that in the playoffs, especially when they won the championship and in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I know they were like fifty one and three. After if they were winning after three quarters, so it's just crazy that they lost all the games this series yep. against the um against the Heat that they were winning after the third quarter. But it's the same. It's the same thing with the Hawks. Like they had the last, of course, the last game five they won and found a way to win in the fourth quarter. But this one they obviously struggled. So it's, yep. I don't know if it's just a nervous thing or if it's just a talent thing. I don't know. I think you could point at Boston's defensive. You know, game plan. I mean, especially in that second half, it kind of felt like let's force these other guys to pick up the slack. And they did. I mean, Mm -hmm. they kept it relatively close through like the late fourth quarter. Like this Hawks team wasn't without role players. We talked about it the entire year. They've got guys, right? It shouldn't be the situation where if Trey Young isn't able to do X, Y, and Z, they don't have other guys who can pick up the slack. There's DeJounte Murray who didn't have a bad series. There's Bogdanovich who made a couple of big shots tonight. There's Sadiq Bay. There's DeAndre Hunter. That's, but, but what it really comes down to is the lack of defense. And that's what I think Blake said oh, something yeah. in the chat. You're not going to get – those guys did make timely shots outside of Trey Young to keep a man, but you're not going to get – you're not going to win a shootout against the top seed. You know what I mean? Especially not against Boston where you're just giving them free reign to the basket, which we saw like at least three or four times in the uh, in the fourth quarter down the stretch. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, it's just you're going to have to eventually, like Ty was saying with the Kings versus Warriors series, and they and the Kings surprisingly started playing defense, which is crazy. But that's a side note. But you're going to have to, if you want to advance to the next round, you're going to have to play defense sooner or later. You're just not going to be able to outscore everybody. Everybody's not the Warriors. It's not going to happen. 
especially the way the team, the playoffs are looking right now. Like, and we, we say this every year. You're not there, there's like you literally just said it. There, you're not going to get away with being a bad defensive team just because you have guys who can make shots. If we look at this series, game one, uh, they give up 112 points. The Celtics shoot at 47 percent from the floor. Game two, 55 percent. Um, you know, I'm going to zoom here to game four, 52 percent. Game five, 53 percent. Tonight, 50 percent. Right, mm-hmm. three point shooting is efficient. Boston spacing punished them. They had no answer for it. The entire game defensively they did not have an answer the entire series they didn't have an answer uh, uh, defensively at all it doesn't matter how many great offensive options you have you do not have the ability to go out there and get stops you're not doing shit simple as that yeah you know what i mean yeah the confusing part about it is DeJounte murray obviously missed last game because he got suspended for bumping the ref after and they played four yeah and they They played played better and they played better with him and won the game that's and then they lost this game that's what's confusing and he actually played like well so that's it's just, it's just. I think it's a lack of focus with these teams. I, I feel like this has to be what it is because you can't tell me you can be good enough to close one game, but then the other game you can't close. But to be fair, that's why it's a seven game series. And it's just not a one game series, so you're gonna have up and downs. I get it. Yeah, you know, the, the, this is what makes the Hawks the weirdest team, probably the last one of the weirdest teams of the last ten years. And there have been a lot, but the reason they're so oh, yeah. weird. Look back, 2021. They're an Eastern Conference Finals team, and they're a great defensive team. And they come back, same coach, same roster the next season. They don't do anything, right? Exactly. And then they come back this year. The craziest thing to me is this, and we talked about this a couple episodes ago. They go and get DeJounte Murray, who's one of the top five defensive point guards in the game, probably the best defensive all-star point guard in basketball. Um, If I'm wrong, somebody in the comments correct me, whatever the case may be. But you go get him to help improve your defense and your defense doesn't improve it's like that it's just so weird it, we it, hate it gets worse at times yes right and even this season with him to your point this season with him a lot of gambling and a lot of bad decisions defensively but it's weird when we see these teams they have the roster and they have all of the tools they need or they made the roster adjustments that they needed to make and they can't make anything happen out of it. This Hawks team, the one thing they needed was a guy who can maybe add some versatility to the offense, who can take some pressure off of Trey Young and who can play defense in that backcourt. They get them and they still suck defensively. And they even make yeah. a coaching change and they still suck defensively. We see it this series especially and then tonight. You hate seeing yeah. shit like this. It's, it's the weird thing because, I mean, the Cavs got bounced in the first round, so I guess mm. it's a bad comparison. Yeah. We we thought like the Atlanta Hawks would be seated somewhere where the, near like the Cavs were at the four or five seed, and they barely made the playoffs. So it's, yeah. I mean, to be honest, both of them got bounced in the first round. Yeah. So I guess technically doesn't matter. But still, like that team should not have been that bad defensively. They should have been more competitive this whole season. They probably should have been a four or five seed. Mm-hmm. But the only the only team the only team that feels like they played above where they're being seated is obviously the Miami Heat. So yeah. This whole season has just been a season just full of mediocrity. You come in, coming in, you got high expectations, especially with the addition of Beyonce Murray. But it, it's just been, it's just been. It's, you got this is highs and lows, bro. Yeah, highs and lows, and it's been like that the whole season. It, like I and like I said, it's just so weird because everything they need is there. Everything they need is there, you know. And they and they blew it. Like I think you know, Carl, you definitely made the point. They had the talent. And I think more collective experience. I mean, this is a team that got to the East Finals, as I just said. They had way more. Ta- they're just as talented as Cleveland, probably. Right. Oh, yeah. They're, they're just as talented. It, it, very identical and a little bit more experience because I think all of these guys have been to the East Finals. Clint Capella, 
has been to a couple of conference finals. Trey Young's been there. DeAndre Hunter's been there. You know, even DeJounte Murray went there back when he was with San Antonio, I, I think. I could be wrong about that, but I think he did. Yeah, I think, I he, think did. he was. Yeah, Kawhi. like really. Plus, he was there when Kawhi was there. The, yeah, plus this is almost the same, almost identical to the same team that just went to the uh, East Conference Finals, what, two years ago? Three yeah, years ago. so your question there is what happened? Like that, that if, if there's one question I have for the Hawks is what happened from, I don't know if it's a chemistry thing. I don't, I don't know what it is, but your question is what happened from 2021 up to this point? And, and, and like, I, I don't want to totally just take everything away from them. They did make this compet the series way more competitive than what it should have been. I think this should have been a sweep. I think we all had a sweep with this series. I think we all pretty much thought it was going to be five, five at the uh, moment. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, after those first two games, I, I told myself I wouldn't watch it no more. I yeah. I, I, I don't, I said, yeah. I said I was going to turn this shit off. I'm be honest. Cause it was the first two games for blowouts. I was like, cause I was telling Todd, I was like, these series in the East are just like taking some years off my life and then yeah. they end up getting better. And then we got the bucks and heat. Dude, that was a good series or whatever, but yeah. It yeah, it's, just, it's just you have to ask the question, what happened to this team from 2021 up to now, even with some roster upgrades, more experience, they even make a coaching change with Quinn Snyder, because uh, we've seen them throw a couple of coaches under the But Over the last couple of years, this team with the entire Trayon thing, it's been three different coaches. There's Lloyd Pierce, mm-hmm. there's Nate McMillan, and now there's Quinn Snyder. And, and not taking everything away from Quinn Snyder, he has time to implement his system. I know there's that excuse because he didn't have an entire season with this team. But you have to ask the question, what happened with the Hawks from 2021? What is it? Is it a player thing? What is it? Is it a leadership thing for, as far as on-the-court things go? What is it about this Hawks team that with the same roster that of a team that got to the Eastern Conference Finals, that now they're struggling on an end that they were really strong in, you know, when, when they were down, when they were playing great basketball around that time. It doesn't make yeah. sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. So to be to be honest with you, it might be a lack of maturity. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel like it's 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 a lack of maturity. I know the players on the team aren't that young, but they're still relatively young, I guess, for basketball years. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's immaturity because they've changed they've changed these coaches that they have over the last few years or whatever, and it's and the coaches aren't the problem. I feel like. It might be the player's mindset, to be honest. Yeah, not not. It's tough. It's tough if you're young. Like, they're a weird situation because they're a young team who had success early that didn't have a consistent system, mm-hmm. right? Like there was no one consistent system in Atlanta. Like there were so many changes, all of the stuff. Like there, there just wasn't that, you know. And also, if you're a young team that saw that success early, maybe a part of you know being experienced and the tough thing with that is being able to repeat that success. Because you don't really see young teams like them get that far. So then yeah. to take a young team, put them in that position, and it'd be like, okay, do that again. That's 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 kind it's, of a tough, that's a tough thing for some young teams to handle. So that could be it, you, you know, to your point about maturity. You yeah. know, but I, I don't it, it's just so weird because like I said, everything from an on the court standpoint is there. They just can't, they just could not put it all together. And I really don't know why. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really confusing because I can even go to the Mavericks. Mavericks made the Western Conference Finals last year, and then mm-hmm. this year they don't even make the playoffs. Yeah, even though the the, the concept, the team concept, is a little different. They traded some players, whatever the case may be. It's still weird. Mm-hmm. You make a big leap within your franchise, and then next year you you digress to the point where you don't even make the playoffs. And with the Hawks, they barely made the playoffs. Yeah. So it's it's I don't know. That's why I always say with when you win championships. You do have to, or even get to the conference finals or even the finals, you do have to have a little bit of luck that goes your way, whether that's somebody's getting hurt or most of the time that's what it is. Somebody gets hurt or you just have a bad game. The other person has a good game or vice versa. So I think, I don't think it was luck that they probably went to the Eastern Conference finals, but it was, 
it might have been I don't know if it's a fluke either, but it was something. It's something they probably shouldn't have gone there if they weren't able to build off of it the next two years because Honestly, they haven't been nowhere near it since then. It's start. It's starting to look more and more like a blue. I I hate to say it though. Yeah. This, you, that's supposed to be that whole season was supposed to be something you build off of, but now it's just like yeah. I said it. A, I said it a couple of times ago too. It seems like they're just regressing each year. Yeah. So I I don't know. Man. Unexpected success that turned into unexpected failure. So, uh, on the flip side, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I would, I would just go say, like, does that mean they probably it's a bunch of, I guess, overachieving moments, and we kind of hope to, we kind of jump to conclusion that there'd be this great team that something they can build off of, and they just, but they just overachieve. So I think sometimes in sports, people kind of get blinded by that. Yeah, it, it is a lot of people in sports and teams that overachieve mm-hmm. and make you think they better than what they are but sometimes yeah. you know they can't but sports sports is evolved around luck sometimes yeah in, in basketball it's it, it's usually when teams overachieve they're able to kind of duplicate that success that's what makes the hawks teams that's make this hawks thing so bad is that they couldn't duplicate it and couldn't do it over again yeah. with football and other sports i feel like there's there's that thing where they overachieve and then the next year they can't repeat it or whatever the case may be in basketball. It's so weird because in basketball, if a team's doing well, we can expect them to at least be solid the next season, not totally fall off the face of the planet. You know what I mean? That's what this Hawks team did. It was, it's rare to see a team overachieve so much. Like what's the last couple of Eastern conference finals teams that made the conference finals, the, the Raptors, like they go lose a superstar in Kawhi Leonard after winning a title. And they don't mm-hmm. fall completely off the face of the earth. They're actually still pretty damn competitive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Fired, the year they after, fired the coach. Yeah. they right, they did fire Nick Nurse, but the year after they lost Kawhi Leonard, they didn't just fall off. Yeah, this Hawks team, had the, team. This, Hawks, this Hawks team had the had the same roster after making the conference finals, yeah. and now they're just not. A, they have not been a good yeah. basketball team the last it's couple weird. of years since then. Yeah. Side note: the the Raptors are the first team in NBA history to fire two. Uh, coach of the year award winner so that's something that's that's wild know. that's crazy i thought about that because the wayne casey won it one year and actually the wayne casey won it the year he got he fired his ass yep so that's yeah. probably mm-hmm. LeBron's fault. lebron you owe that man some money yes yeah. but um yeah no it's, it's 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 just weird you have up i know i get that you have up and down in sports it's just like milwaukee you have up and down in sports but Giannis, he can't tell me. I get what he was saying yesterday when he said sometimes it's just not failures every time you win. But that that to me was a failure. You wasn't expecting to get beat by eight C. You were the one C for a reason. Yeah. Now, if you get beat in the second or third round, that's not as bad. But you shouldn't be a number one C that won championship two years ago and losing in the first round to eight C. That's a failure. I don't care yeah. what he. That's that's failing. That, yeah. I mean, it's okay. You can build off of it still. But I'm just saying, it's, it's still failure. Yeah. You go into each season, especially with how they started, how they ended the season, having the best record in the league, man. You go in there, yeah. Man, okay, it's finals a bust. You lose it in the first round to AC. Granted, Miami Heat are better than what people gave him credit for being, but still. Yeah, no, for real. And and I don't want to hear the excuses. I don't want to hear no excuses with that series. We're gonna talk no, about Giannis that. Played, he played. He played enough games because he played the first game before he got hurt. Miami was on their ass. Yeah, it is what it is. But that's the, that's the we're talking about the best team in basketball. You know what I'm saying? And and a team that has two defensive players, like two guys who are probably top five in defensive player of the year voting. You know, three elite top ten level defenders on that team. Yo, they shouldn't have lost that series. They melted down. You yeah, know what I mean? The crazy thing is, and I'm starting to think. Did they lose the series because obviously you can't when the when the game gets closed, Giannis has had moments where he has helped the Bucks close games, but it's not something that's his strong suit. Like I think he can do it, 
but I don't think it's something his strong suit in terms of okay, if they're building a wall within the paint, he's gonna have to shoot the ball because I, I watched the game the game last night versus the Heat the last two minutes. They like just guarded him in the paint so tightly he couldn't even shoot a jumper. He would just pass it every time because first yeah. of all, he missed 12 free throws. So yeah. it was in his head. He didn't want to shoot free throws at that point. So yeah, that's the messed up part about it. But I don't know if it's just Giannis shooting. Probably lost him that game for sure because, like I said, he missed 12 free throws. But I don't know if they should have put the ball in Chris Middleton's hands, who wasn't the same this year because he was hurt all season. Mm-hmm. Drew Holiday had his moments, but he really really wasn't himself. So I yeah. they depended on Brooke Lopez to put up 30 points last game. Like That don't make sense yeah. either. Yeah. I mean, like I said, with them, I think the conversation to have here is how much does this affect how we look at Giannis as a player? Right. Like, I think I, like I think if, it's for, if we look at Giannis's career, this is the first time we're going to look at something he did. And we're like, oh, shit, this is the stain. Like everybody's got that. LeBron had 2011. Right. That's his stain, I guess. Um, you know, every every star had that moment. Every superstar had that moment. Every player who was the best player in the league. Right. Over the course mm-hmm. of time, have had that moment to where we're like, oh, this is their fuck up moment. And that was Giannis's fuck up moment. Yeah. For, for him, I it's think. Weird, though. Yeah, it is weird, but I I think with Milwaukee, obviously, you know, you're disappointed because you come in and you not only there are they the one seed, they're the best team in basketball. It was a team with the best record. And they and they their whole MO this season was the point that they can win without guys being on the roster. There was Chris Middleton who was out. There was Giannis who was out. They won game two without Giannis. Yeah. I don't, so don't want to hear the yeah, and even Miami Miami was down a pretty much a 20-point score. Tyler Hero didn't Tyler play. Hero. You that's, know. that's the point that frustrates me because you would think they can just double team Jimmy Butler, get the ball in his hands, and make it easy as possible for them to win the series. They still yeah. like I think they lost this series because of bad coaching too. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So because because and you and you mentioned Giannis about having the stain. The weird thing about Giannis having having this being a stain on Giannis's basketball resume, he had the stain after he won his first championship, which is weird. Normally the stain is before you win, and you have mm-hmm. to learn how to get through that trials and tribulations to win the championship. Yeah, so that's why it's kind of weird how he. Had it, I don't know, but that, but that's the question that that right there. So he already has the tr- championship, the two MVPs, and the Finals MVP. So now the question is, how much of a stain is that? Is it something that you sit and you lo- you're going to look at Giannis's career? Is that something you're going to look at? I look, I look you at know. it a tad differently because I don't think if he wants to get his game into the next level to the to the LeBrons, maybe even the steps or whatever case be, he's going to have to develop some reliable of a jumper. I think that mm-hmm. that's what he has to do because I don't know if he'll win a championship again playing at the level that he played in terms of just like bully ball always bulldozing your way down it worked that one time with the like with the with, uh, versus the Suns because like I said some things go your way and you're able to come through not saying it was completely luck because it wasn't because he still had what 50 in the close yeah game. so he still balled out but I'm just saying I feel like his game can only take him somewhere it can only take him so far if he doesn't improve on his jumper he's gonna have to learn because he can't miss 12 free throws yeah yeah so. People people know what Giannis is about now. I mean, Giannis is so talented, but it, at the same time, it's it's been it's been kind of overdue for him to add another wrinkle to his game. Yeah, yeah. and it, I think this kind of that point. And I, I will say he does do a good job at finding his spots, doing those sorts of things. But like y'all said, this is kind of that. Every 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 player has that moment. Where they're like, okay. This is what I yeah. needed to happen to me to add this to my game. Like, we all know Jordan had the Pistons moment. You know, LeBron had the 2011 moment where he kind of realized, okay, I've got to be a more reliable jump shooter. I yeah. think this is Giannis's moment. This is good for him. On the other side, and I want to sit shit on Giannis, the Jimmy Butler thing. That 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 guy that guy is ridiculous. And we, we, had, we had a debate today in the chat. Like, there, there aren't a lot of dudes who have – in the, in the history of the game, there are a few guys who just had that switch where they can just turn on the turn on the playoffs like that. Jimmy's got it. 
you know, and he does it every single season on a repeat basis. It's, it's, it's almost a joke. We go look at Jimmy's 19 or 20 a game during the regular season, and we're like, oh, we know he's going to come over and turn this into maybe 30 points a game in the postseason. And he does just that. He doesn't yeah. duck any matchups. He's making these major clutch buckets. He's he he that that guy's off the chain. And like I said, I, yeah. to me, like he's a top ten player. I, I know we kind of have those conversations, and the only thing we say is, well, he doesn't do it in the regular season. If you can do this in the playoffs, if you can be twenty yeah. a game in the regular season and be a top five player in the playoffs, you're a top ten player in basketball. Point blank, period. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is top ten because the numbers, like he's averaging. I know he's averaging like over th- like th- probably over thirty five points per game plus thirty eight. Thirty-eight. So yeah. So he's definitely any any anybody that does that. I don't care if they weren't a top ten player before, like mm-hmm. playoffs started. That makes him a top ten player because he's like balling. He's like out balling everybody that's a top five player right now. To be honest with you. Mm-hmm. So I gotta gotta give him his credit. That that makes me think though. Should seventy sixers have never you know picked uh, Tobias Harris over him? Because that's basically what they did oh, because yeah. they couldn't afford him. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, also your question too was how long is Jim Butler gonna stay there? Because I mean, I remember him talking to JJ Reddick a couple of years ago, and he, he was like, stayed. "I think I, I I know what you're about to say. I think he would have stayed because he he does have a great relationship with Joel. Like they they're like really good friends. So I don't. Know. I think I think his issue was the coaching staff, and I think Brett Brown had one more season after Jimmy Butler left, oh, but yeah. he wasn't gonna sit there with Brett Brown because I know he wasn't rocking with Brett Brown. I don't know if he would have loved Doc Rivers even. Oh no, so. Doc, yeah. because Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers, not a bad coach or anything. I just think he's one of the most overrated coaches ever. Yeah, I still him, think Jimmy. he's building his. I still think he's building his his coaching career off one championship. Yeah, just Jimmy like everybody on that damn Celtics team. But it's another yeah. discussion for another day. But yeah, yeah. Jimmy needs to do. I think he's playing like a top five player right now. Get top ten, oh, yeah. without a doubt. Because like I, I said, the numbers he's putting up, <laughs> some of the top five players haven't even got to that <laughs> the amount of numbers. They ain't putting up fifty six. They didn't put up forty two like he did last night. So. Yeah, he just has to prove he just has to prove he can do it in the regular season. <laughs> that's so that's weird though. I mean, I guess they tell the truth, but it's weird. That doesn't make, like Jamal Murray is that type of player too. His regular seasons be average like as hell, really. But then the playoffs is like on another level. So I don't, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, for sure. This type of weird though. So I yeah. vice versa. We good? Yeah, we good. All right. 20, 20, about 20 minutes because it's the first minute. Yeah, that, that could be two different segments. Yeah, it could. Yep, yeah, it could. Um, I can make the uh, yep. Um, fuck, who did we talk about first? Oh, the Celtics and Hawks. I can drop that tonight and then I can't hear you muted. I can't hear you. Oh, okay. Okay, you hear me? Oh, now. Yeah, yeah. so like first one, yeah. First one, Celtics, Hawks. Yeah. You know, um, second when should one. I, when should I drop the, 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 the other one, you think? Uh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe tomorrow night or, tomorrow or Saturday yeah. morning because we could just kind of tidally like a Giannis thing. Like we can make that a Giannis segment. Like, yeah. You know, that's that's a good one because we didn't really like, like, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I'll get working on that. It won't take me long. I probably had it, you know. Let me see this. <laughs> Celtics went out by twelve. Honestly, literally. Okay. All right. Twelve, number 12 and out in the um. No, nah, I'm talking like right, like right now. If I could, all right, good. Uh, depending on depending on because it's it's still relevant, you know, shit right now that people might look up. So I'm gonna try see what dropping it right now does. Yeah. All right. 
versus waiting in the afternoon or the morning. Yes. All right. Let me see. All right, bet. All right.